Let's go, girl. Just tell me that I can and show you things that you couldn't believe. Let's go. It's WTF, Women Talking Football. Not to be confused with WFT. We are the women, a pair of producers for Dave Campbell's Texas Football and Dave Campbell's Texan Live. Um, I am the executive producer, Ashley Pickle, sitting over there, the AP to my AP. It's the associate producer, Miss Mallory Hartley. Howdy. Howdy. How are you? <laughs> we're, we're back. We're back. Where were we? <laughs> we were in New York City. New York City. Which many people say is the Louisville, Texas of the great Northeast. They do, <laughs> <laughs> they do be saying that on the streets. The streets. Many people <laughs> in the streets are saying Correct. New York City, the Louisville, Basically Texas <laughs> of the Northeast. Honestly, I choose Louisville, though. If you put them, them back to back like that. Which like I like I'm, to refer to Louisville. And this has nothing to do with what I think of the city of Louisville, which, by the way, I genuinely enjoy. Um, yes. But I always refer to Louisville as Peasantville. Correct. Um, that goes back to an old story of a uh, of a person saying, you live in Louisville? I don't live in Louisville anymore, but I did at one point in time. And there was an individual that said, you live in Louisville? Ew. And I was like, okay, sorry for living in Peasantville. Peasantville. So um, now we call her Peasantville. But we love Peasantville. We do love Peasantville. I'm so glad you had that experience because now the nickname <laughs> Peasantville was born. You know. <laughs> Anyways. It happens. It happens. Um, yeah, we're women talking football here every every Thursday, even throughout the full off season. So this is one of our first off season episodes. Last week we kind of went back through a full recap of bowl season and um, high school state championships and all that. So this weekend is going to be our only other different one before we really start getting into doing one of our favorite things throughout the off season, and that's talking to coaches' wives. So if you uh -oh. are a coach's wife or a daughter of a coach or a female coach yourself. Uh, um, please slide in the DMs. Um, if you have our phone number, text us. We would love to have you on the show. We think that that's a really fun perspective that we don't always get. We talk to a lot of coaches around here, but we don't necessarily talk to their wives. And so that's what this show is all about. So if you also know a coach's wife that you think would be a great interview, we would love to have them on. Um, this episode, we're going to do a little bit different um we do not have a guest because we are about to start talking realignment here for the next couple of weeks because if you don't know realignment um where the uil takes all the districts and shakes them all up and then puts them back together that is coming up on february 1st um so we will have all the realignment heart the coverage your little heart can handle throughout the next couple of weeks but before we got there man it has been a blender of coaching changes across mm -hmm. the state, not only in the Texas high school football ranks, but obviously there was a ton college previously in the college ranks and obviously some big national college football news coming out. So we were like, man, we got to stop and we got to hit reset a little bit and get you up to date on some of the big coaching changes. We call it step bomb season, um, but all of our coaching changes presented by the helpful North Texas Honda dealers here at Dave Campbell's. So we'll go through all of that. But first we had fun. So we want to talk about it. Like, no one tells us what we can and can't talk about on the show, so we might as well talk about the trip that we just took because it was quite fun. We literally come in like 
couple days before the show, we're like, let's talk about this. And nobody tells us anything. Yeah. That we can or cannot do that because nobody cares. They just let us go. Yeah. They, they're probably <laughs> they not even us. listening. No. No. None of them are. <laughs> I can call out Greg Tepper right now. No, he's he's not listening. Not 110% listening not listening. <laughs> um, the funny thing was, is you and I had already talked this morning. Um, I was like, hey, man, there's been so many coaching changes. Like, we need to talk about that on WTF today. Then we get in here and Tepper gets in here before TFT and he goes, hey, I said, what do you want to do on TFT today? He goes, there's been a lot of coaching changes. I think we spend the whole show talking about coaching changes. I was like, crap. Okay, so you listen to TFT. A lot of this is going to be the same, but we hope that you'll listen to us talk about it instead of listening to Greg Tepper talk about it because what do the people really want? Not Greg Tepper. Correct. <laughs> I keep waiting for him to like slowly Burst come around. In, I and know. Hi. Or smile or something. <laughs> um, so, oh, hey, Stup. Thanks for listening. Is why is why Matthew's our favorite. That's why Step is the best. Correct. Um, so we uh we just got back literally last night around Mm seven fifty PM Central Time from a girls trip out in New York. WTF takes New York to NYC. Um coming soon, WTF on ice. But we had a great time. We um, we crossed off. I'll talk about the big bucket list item for me when we went. You and I had both been to New York um, three different... This was our third time. Yes. And... First time together, though. First time together. Third time actually individually both going. Mm-hmm. We've done all the... We've done all the touristy stuff at this point. You, you have to go and you have to do the Empire State Building. You yeah. have to go and you have to go through Chinatown. You have to do all of like those small things, small things, very large things, um, but Statue of Liberty, all mm-hmm. of those that you check off to say that you've been there, you've done that. I've done the, the 9-11 Museum, which Empire was just incredible, you know, all of that stuff. So this time we were excited because it was going to be a little bit more like, oh, we're, we're kind of acting like we're locals, you know, mm-hmm. which I'm sure we didn't look like locals. We understand that. Um, our hotel, <laughs> our hotel offered, this is really cool. Actually, I hadn't seen a hotel do this before, but our hotel offered that you could get a, you could check out a Polaroid camera every single day and they would give you a 10 pack of film. So you could have 10 Polaroids and carry it around with you. So that means we were also walking around with a Polaroid that didn't fit in either of our purses. So I had to like attach it to the outside of mine. So we were a dead give us, like dead giveaway for tourists. Well, and the best part about that Polaroid was we get it right. And we're practicing with it because neither of us are, are experts when mm-hmm. it comes to using this Polaroid. Um, and so <laughs> you take, you take one of me, mm-hmm. I take one of you. Um, and then I, I was, you were the keeper of the Polaroid. Mm-hmm. I we took, to be fair, we took the first one. We took a selfie. Yeah. That worked. one turned out great. That and one it worked. turned out great. First one turned out good. And it was like, okay, Correct. awesome. Sweet. It was like, it was pretty bright on our faces. Cause we held it so close yeah. and that flash on a Polaroid is really bright. Cause if you're standing far away, it needs to be able to do it. So we're like, okay, maybe it's better to not do selfies because we're going to look like ghosts. We should just do ones of each other. Right. Now go. <laughs> we had to so, preface it with, it did work. It did work at first. Yes. So I took one of you by the big tree at Rockefeller Center. Mm-hmm. And then you took one of me. Um, so I put them in my purse because I kept the actual Polaroids. Yeah. Trying to keep um, it away from light. They don't develop right. no, well no, unless you keep don't. them in the dark. So you asked me, oh, how'd, they, how'd those turn out? So I, I pulled them out. I pulled out yours. And yours was a little shaky. I'm yeah. not going to lie. It was not, you could still see it, right? But, but I don't think if you, you could tell, really it tell it was me. You couldn't really tell it was you. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> And then I look at mine. And completely white. <laughs> just completely, completely white. So we, at this point, we figured like the Polaroid just doesn't work anymore, right? Like we had broken it or something, yeah. right? So at the very end of the night, after we get done ice skating, we go and sit down and have some pizza, right? Mm-hmm. And you're just messing around with the Polaroid. So you just start taking, you know, 
funny and cute. I mean, I can recreate exactly what happened. I took the Polaroid (laughs) and I was just like looking at it because at one point the film had fallen out of the back of it. And I was like, okay, there's a decent shot that when the film fell out, maybe it got wet and it's going to ruin the color when it tries to develop or maybe it got lodged in there and it's just, it's not going to work. The camera itself was fine. The film fell out and I was like, okay, it was, it had been kind of raining. Like it was, it was done. And so I take the Polaroid and I'm like, okay, this is going to be funny. So I take it and I put it like right under my face and I go like, and I take the picture. Of course, then it works. Of course, then it develops. That's like, that was the first one that developed after we had like two duds in a row, three duds in a row. That was the one that worked. And I wonder if it it had something to do with the sunshine or something. Yeah. (laughs) Or the flash being too bright out in the sun or something, because that was, it was the worst picture I've ever taken in my entire life. It was the best picture ever. It was bad. But that being said, you alluded to it. We did uh, the one touristy type thing that we did was the Rockefeller tree was mm-hmm. still up. And so that was a blast because I had always wanted to see the tree. And we actually went ice skating down by the tree. And mm-hmm. it was one of the things we talked about going to Bryant Park. Everyone always says, hey, go to Bryant Park. It's really fun. We were right by Bryant Park. But it was just one of those that with the Rockefeller tree being up, you don't know if you're going to make it back in December at another time. Let's just go ahead and do it. Mm-hmm. So we did get to do that. That was like the one real, real, real touristy thing that we did. Um, and it was a blast. It was a blast. Um, you didn't fell, fall at all. I did not. You, uh, you I made like it a, a full hour. You looked like a pro out there. I made it a full hour without falling at all, which was impressive because I was not confident. I am very good at that's a humble brag but it's true i'm very good at roller skating yes i can roller yeah, skate are. really really well on like quads not not inlines inlines are cheating anybody can inline skate i can do quads pretty well mm-hmm. and so i was like okay i know i can do this and i've been ice skating like once or twice before but most of them were in actually fredericksburg every single year in fredericksburg they take uh, right. one of the gazebos out in the middle of that park and they turn it into one so that's obviously great you're ice skating but there's not a zamboni like making mm-hmm. it slick it's just like these piles of ice and like the skates are old Mm -hmm. and like not slippery so it's real easy not to fall there because you're just kind of like trekking through snow Mm -hmm. more than you are ice skating and so when I see this the moment we get there the Zamboni's out and I'm like oh they are slicking this son Mm -hmm. of a gun up Uh I was like I'm gonna bust never did though no you looked great we 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 legitimately and this is a very low bar because neither of us are very good ice skaters we were some of the best people out there it's yeah. jarring how bad the normal person yes. is at ice skating because we're not good we no. are not good no. like but we just kind of took it slow and right win. <laughs> now yeah you didn't fall at all i fell once technically <laughs> but it was not my fault it was not her fault it was mortal <laughs> enemy number one <laughs> That's what we deemed this man that absolutely steamrolled Mallory. Like, picture this. Mallory, <laughs> freshman wide receiver, okay, that's terrified to do a little slot receiver route. So she's taking, like, a seven-yard slant right up the inch, like, right up the middle. And this 250-pound, five five-star senior linebacker, linebacker. man, just committed clunk. to Alabama. And so Literally from... <laughs> from behind too so yes, i was no, not expecting this blind at all side. so i'm i'm we're skating along right and we're right next to each Blocking other the back absolutely absolutely that would have been called oh, immediately no, yeah 15 yards right immediately and all of a sudden like i just like 
start falling because I, I feel something like take out my, my leg. <laughs> I grab onto you to see if I can somehow save myself. <laughs> I couldn't. I didn't want to bring you down, you down either because that would have just been a disaster. <laughs> so I let go. I fell and I turn around and it's just this man, not even a boy, a man Full with his girlfriend. Man. And he just wiped out. And I look at him and he just looks at me and gets up and go, keeps going. Doesn't say sorry. sorry. Doesn't say, <laughs> oh, my bad. Like, can I help you up or something? Nothing. Just ignore me. I almost beat so, his ass. So I didn't really fall. It Correct. was, there's a no, little, you got taken I fell, out. but there's a caveat. <laughs> Taken yeah, out. you got <laughs> literally taken out. It was not my own doing. And so. that, that was the thing is we're going and I kind of <clears throat> see like this flash behind us. And then all of a sudden, yeah, Mallory's about horizontal. <laughs> so she grabs onto me and I'm going, oh, my God, we're all going to go tumbling. So I like kind of go into like this squat position <laughs> that's like just firm, like everything in me tensed up. And I was like, no. And I just wanted to make sure that I got your head because oh, it I was know. like she was she was banana peeling like whoop. And so it was like, OK, you can fall on your butt or your back or your arm like you're gonna be okay if that yeah. happens because we had enough like clothing on and stuff I was like I don't think she's gonna get like seriously hurt unless you caught your wrist but I was like if I can have one of her arms and just make sure her head doesn't go butchunk. yeah and so anyway I ended up staying up with it which was insane but yeah you you got and so yeah we deemed him mortal enemy number one and anytime we would skate by him I was like well here's the thing too it's not like he that was the only time that he oh, fell. Oh, he was always on he the ground. He fell every time. And it, would, it, would, it was always like right by us yes. too. Like it was never on the other side <laughs> of the rink because we would we had our eyes on him the rest the of the, the time. Because I was like, I am not going to get taken out again by this man. And he just kept falling by us like right behind. Sometimes he'd, you know, sneak up right in front of us and fall there. And it's like, is he trying yeah, I had an issue again? with this kid that was in a full-on gap, like, sweatsuit, too, that kept coming up behind us, and he would go, excuse me, and then he would just bust through Mallory and I, and we're going, oh, God, and then and the then kid he would, would always just fall. wipe out right in front of us, <laughs> and I can't have a skate blade go into the side of his head, I am sorry to his mother, because I just dome-rocked him with my skate, but your little punk kid, yeah, they- excuse me, and then would just bust through, like, what are you doing anyway it was a blast it's a blast but like but those that you gotta watch out for those kids we deserve the beer that we got afterwards oh because we gosh, were stressed yeah. <laughs> yes it was terrifying very you scary. can't you can't take out a kid because also there's no. people watching up above you right yes. like people taking pictures of the tree you're inevitably in somebody's photo slash video yeah i didn't want to end up on world star beating the crap out of like a 13 year old because (laughs) he wouldn't leave us alone (laughs) so i just we just that's why we just went very slow and very steady it was really funny to watch some of these dads get out there like oh yeah i'm gonna crush this and then oh yeah i'm not we're not saying that just because it was men but the women all took it really slow and cautious and like never really fell. There was dad and little boys that were just having the time of their life wiping yeah. out. Yeah, seriously, it's like, yeah. <laughs> so anyway, if you're going to go, like be ready to just go and like slowly go around the rink because if not, you're going to get taken out. You're going to fall over. Like, yeah, there was like, there was a, um, like a six, five, probably two fifty pound oh dad that comes God. up. Um, and almost takes out an entire family that's trying to take a cute little family photo in front of the tree, and he just wipes out. Yeah, almost it was took bad. <laughs> I felt so bad because he would have like, all, it would have been like a domino effect. Like he would have hit the little boy, the little boy would have fallen, then yes. hit the girl, and then the yeah, it would have been so bad. Yeah, there was it was a lot. We had fun, but it was a lot. It was it was a long hour. It went by fast, but at the same time, it was like. 
I have just been be on her, I've been on edge for like the past <laughs> hour trying yeah. to make sure I don't break a bone or yep. fall, you know, but yeah, because it was yeah, the first day of the trip too. And that was my biggest concern is I was yeah, like, I, I can't end up in the hospital tonight because then mm-hmm. we're, we can't walk around if I break my ankle, but no. we made it through and we had a great rest of the yes. trip too. We did go, um, we did go on the gossip girl tour. That was a big bucket list for the two of us. Yeah, that was amazing. I don't know if there's anybody watching that watches Gossip Girl, but it's <laughs> it's our favorite, and <laughs> the tour was fantastic. Um, you got some macaroons from um, from I, your favorite little shop yeah. that they do in the show. Yeah, I can't remember what the shop is, but the most impressive part about La the tour was, or something like that. Yeah, I can't pronounce it. Oh, shocking! <laughs> it's very um, French. No, the most impressive thing about the tour was that not only were the stops really fun and you know, we both remembered so well the show and Mm -hmm. all of these little stops. And um, our tour guide had an iPad where he would actually play scenes from the show exactly where we were. Yeah, that that was cool. But it was really cool because you could tell that our tour guide, it was a private tour, um, we sat in a little pedicab with a blanket on with our Starbucks. (laughs) It just felt very Gossip Girl. It did. Basic uh, girlish. But um, but it's really cool because like the tour guide, he really knew his stuff. Mm-hmm. Like it wasn't you like he had, he had watched the show yep. once. Like he had watched the show multiple times, mm-hmm. and we had we would start talking about oh this happened here, this happened here. He'd be like oh yeah yeah, and then this happened, you know. And it was really cool right. because we paid. I mean, we paid good money for this mm-hmm. tour, and it we definitely got our money's worth. It was an oh, hour yeah. and a half. At the end, it started raining a little bit. Yeah, but it was overall, <laughs> it was a fantastic tour. It was fantastic. Yeah, he did a really good job. If you're ever, if you're a Gossip Girl fan and you're going, it's Gossip <laughs> Girls tour in in New York City. Um, and it was it was just a blast. It really was. And and you're right because it is cool. Because I was wondering, I was like, okay, is he going to be one of those people that like, yeah, he's mm-hmm. got his talking points that he needs, and he can tell you everything about every single site that you're going to. Right. But you could tell, well, yeah, when we would bring up like, oh, do you remember this? Do you remember this? And then he knew. So anyway, we had a great trip. Um, excited to to be back but we we had a we had a really fun time it was good we I'm needed glad, that i'm glad we got to go me too it was a lot of fun we should have done she she was trying to convince me that we should stay another day and do wtf live from new york city uh, would it have been the worst idea it wouldn't have no, no. that's what i'm saying so. so sorry to our viewers that we're doing this from Louisville, Texas. Louisville, Texas. <laughs> the the, uh, the better New York City. Yes. Yes. The uh, the New York City of the South. Of the South. <laughs> um, <laughs> So anyway, there's our New York City extravaganza. Um, Before we get into talking about coaching changes across the state, there are a couple of things coming up that we do want to put on your radar. One, um, I mentioned it a little bit earlier in the opening, but UIL realignment season is here. It's one of the most fun times um, that happens every single two years. So if you're not familiar with realignment, um, that's when the UIL sets all of the regions and the districts and everything in the different classifications. Um, A lot of teams throughout throughout the state are pretty much set because there's not a whole lot of other places that they could go um but there are a lot of teams that end up moving there's definitely some highlighted things um of like for instance a DeSoto turned in 5a division one numbers mm-hmm. um and they're the reigning back-to-back 6a division two state champions so will they choose to opt up or will they choose to stay down all of the, like storylines kind of like that where will highland park end up we'll go through all of those within the next two weeks of you know teams that you're going to really want to keep your eye on schools that you're really going to keep your eye on how it could shape the region kind of greater outlooks on that so all of that coming up within the next few weeks because realignment is february 1st we will be doing that's a thursday isn't it 
Yeah. We yes. will not have a, an episode of WTF on that actual day. The reason behind that is um, we will be having a massive realignment special on Texas football today earlier that day. A lot more information to come out about that soon. So I'm not going to get into too much detail there. But we will have a massive realignment special that will be taking up all of our day. So no yes. WTF on actual realignment day, but the next two weeks will be spent getting you ready for that. Um, but the other thing that's on the docket, which would be the week after realignment, something that we are so incredibly excited to be going back to for the second year in a row now, um, the Hill Country Coaching Clinic Yay. is the second weekend of <laughs> February. So the... 9th 10th and 11th Mm -hmm. um that is held every year down in fredericksburg texas they usually do it on valentine's day weekend the reason being is the big mantra of that entire coaching clinic is it's the the clinic that the wives have the most fun at um so if you're a texas high school football coach and you are looking for a reason to be able to go hang out with some coaches and get some good valuable information and then also be able to take your wife with you it's an uh, incredible event oh my gosh we had we had such a blast last year. I can't wait to go back. Now, last year we did a uh, we did a show there. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, well, we, well, we tried. We attempted to we, do a show. We tried there. to do a show there. Um, unfortunately, if you're familiar with the Hill Country at all or Fredericksburg in general, um, the service there kind of stinks. Yeah, um, there's the n- there's no no service there whatsoever. So we tried to go live. Um, uh, with women talking football there, and it just it just did not work. Then we tried to just recorded and then uploaded and that didn't work either 17 I mean, hours later we were up to five percent of the upload on youtube yeah. so <laughs> not a not the best so this year we're trying to uh we're trying to maybe do a little bit of the same thing get some interviews but maybe in a different kind of format uh, we're still kind of talking Figuring through that, that a little bit but we'll definitely be there we're super excited to be there it'll mm-hmm. just be We'll just do our show a little bit differently. Yeah, but if you're there, we we hang out with the wives a lot. We do a lot of the wives yeah. activities. Um, we're not wives of of coaches, but uh, it's it's fairly adjacent. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do. I have this uh, real fast. I'm going to read off of this because uh, Miss Bodie, who is one of the clinic directors for the wives, tagged us in this earlier. But it says, "Attention, coaches, wives. A reminder: all wives activities are free while your husband talks football. Shopping in downtown Fredericksburg with discounts. Come meet other wives from around the states. Wine." tasting couple social where only wives win the prizes which we um we didn't end up winning prizes last year but nope. they are kind enough to get us door prize tickets guys the prizes are insane like and the there's, prizes there's so there's many of them, so many of them. Yeah. like the fact that we didn't win was actually kind Crazy. of shocking because Crazy. there's so many boutiques and wineries and all the stuff that offers yeah. so many unbelievable things like stays back in Fredericksburg at a different time. If you've never been to Fredericksburg, it is a woman's dream. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there is a Saturday morning couples devotional. So you can go to that with your husband and then um, date night at a local venue with music and dancing. We went out to that last year, Faith Alexa, um, our, yes. our good friend of uh, daughter of coach Herman was out there. And so it, it is truly a blast. It's such a nice place to get to meet people we've created a lot of friends that we've kept in contact with from there mm-hmm. so we hope that if uh, if you're a coach or a coach's wife um and coaches this is the time my guy like what a better time than on Valentine's Day weekend to say, hey, honey, let's go down to Fredericksburg. I'm going to go hang out with the guys. You can hang out with the girls because that's the other thing. You're either doing stuff with your spouse mm-hmm. or you're hanging out with the girls. 
which yeah, rocks in exactly, Fredericksburg. Exactly. Um, so it's we perfect. really, really, really hope that uh, y'all share that. There's tons of room. It's been bigger and better every single year. We're so excited to go back out there. But you can go to um, www.hcfc-blc.com. And that's the Hill Country um, Coaching Clinic. So go out there. It's February 9th and 10th down in Fredericksburg, Texas. So we hope that you will join us out there. We are so excited to be back with the team. And WTF, an official sponsor of the Hill Country Coaching Clinic, may I add. I love um, it. Yeah. So so we're, we're excited. So, all right. Before we get to the coaching changes across the state, let's, take a, let's hear a word from our friends at VCR now. Born and bred in Texas hits a little different, as it should. Texas loves doing business with fellow Texans. VCR now takes its Texas roots as seriously as its many partnerships with schools and universities around the state. It's also why we're so proud to promote our brand in the pages of the Texas Bible, Dave Campbell's Texas Football, and on the airwaves of Texas Football Today. Driven by producing quality broadcast video, state-of-the-art audio, and LED video scoreboards at affordable prices, VCR now makes sure to listen to your needs in its athletic department before recommending the next best steps. Building great products is our business, and it's our focus on building meaningful long-term partnerships with our clients that sets us apart. From our 24-7, 365-day help desk, the training lab in our hometown of Red Oak, or our sports marketing business plan that puts money back in the hands of our athletic departments we support, VCR Now is built to last. Reach out to us today at info at vcrnow.com or by calling 855 855- Go VCR now. Again, that's info at vcrnow.com or by calling 855 Go VCR now. I feel like Buster Loose. Buster Loose, come on. I'm Jennifer Potter, Executive Director of Be Well Texas. Too many people are struggling alone these days and alcohol and drug deaths are increasing. We started Be Well Texas to offer high quality, science-based addiction treatment and recovery services anywhere, even at home. We provide compassionate, caring support virtually or in person. In many cases, there is no cost for treatment if you don't have insurance, really. Welcome to Be Well Texas. We're glad you're here. All right, we're back on Women Talking Football, WTF for short, very um, purposefully named that. But we... Not uh, WFT. (laughs) Not WFT. Let's make that very clear. Um, All right, so we have mentioned realignment talk is coming up. Before we get to that in the next couple of weeks, we did want to take some time, man. It is step bomb season. It is coaching change Mm -hmm. season to run through some of the biggest coaching changes that you may have missed. First off, I mean, from a national perspective, it was the news that came out last night. We were actually on a plane heading back from New York when... Um, we got back, I turned my phone off of airplane mode and I got a notification from ESPN and I looked down and I was like, oh my God, it's <laughs> Nick <one of> those, <laughs> It's like, it's one of those, like, it, it was kind of the same of like Tom Brady retiring, right? Yeah. I mean, he did it twice, but like, it's kind of the same news right. where it's like, is that actually real or did somebody just leak something, you know? Right. Cause it just felt like, it just felt like Nick Saban was one of the, one of those coaches that was going to coach until 
he couldn't anymore. Right. Like physically could not coach. Yeah. Anymore. Almost like a Bill and Snyder. In yeah. A way, you right. Know? Exactly. I mean, he's just such a legend. It's like, you know, why not keep going? Right. You know, but you know, chimes are changing and stuff, but what an unbelievable <laughs> mark that he's left on the college football world. Right. Yeah. It's, I mean, obviously it's been <coughs> insane. And, and Tepper and I talked about it a little bit earlier. Like we both in our lifetime really in our sports consciousness can't remember a time that Alabama hasn't been basically on top. Yeah. There was a couple of years like when, when Texas won the national, for me, when Texas won the national championship in 2005, they weren't necessarily like the dominant force Alabama wasn't. But by the time that Texas played them in Alabama or played them in the national played Alabama in the national championship in 2009, I mean that was the beginning of this crazy stretch that he's had six national championships there alone, seven in total in his career, everything like that. And and so yes, obviously does that directly affect what we usually talk about on this show no but one of the first things I looked at you on the plane yesterday and said was Texas fans are going to start sweating for a minute yeah because could, of Steve Sarkeesian could Sark be a possible candidate you know like and I, I looked at you and I was like I bet you Dan Lanning is probably the number one you know candidate for right that job what he's done at Oregon this past year or so he's just been incredible in building up this insane program as a Pac-12 powerhouse um and then I was and then the news of course came out today that he's not he announced that he's not going to be taking the mm-hmm. Alabama like don't even consider me a candidate because that's just not what he wants so then yeah it kind of makes you think like oh is that more of a lateral job now for Sark right what is is Texas a better job than right. Alabama is you know I mean they made the playoffs and I guess Alabama did too but it's like now that Texas is moving to the ICC do you see that more as a lateral move for Sark well which and is I- crazy to even say something like that now right and and it really I mean if you look at Steve Sarkeesian's contract he gets seven million a year that's 11th in the SEC yeah he gets paid less than Eli Drinkwitz less than Lane Kiffin like less than a lot of those guys Mm mm-hmm and it's kind of it, that that in and of itself when we were talking about it earlier on TFT is shocking enough as it is i don't think if you want my personal opinion and obviously i have no inside scoop on what is happening right now at texas i think that steve sarkeesian's agent was definitely in the office today going all right what's his race yeah right. what is his race because you can't be the 11th paid coach in the sec and expect him not to at least flirt with the idea of going at Alabama. Now, I don't think Sarkeesian, I think there's a couple of things why, one, I think Del Conte is going to open up his pocketbook or the donor's pocketbooks, and he's going to get a raise. There's no doubt that this was such a good thing for Sarkeesian. He comes off of playing in the college football playoffs, and now the head coach at the longtime tenured program that he was the offensive coordinator for right beforehand. I mean, he came from Alabama. You know, mm-hmm. he he led their probably most prolific offenses that they had under Nick Saban. Mm-hmm. This is fantastic for Sark because he's going to get a pay raise and he's going to get to stay at Texas. He's put so much effort into that recruiting class. They've got an incredibly good recruiting class right now. Mm-hmm. And you're, like you said, you're going into the same conference as they are. You have every right, but he does need to get a pay raise. That will happen. If it hasn't already, if it hasn't come out already, then it will be coming out soon because there's no way they're, they're definitely going to talk to him. Right. They're going to try and contact him if they haven't already, mm-hmm. but he would be a clear candidate for the job. I think so too. Well, and also you're getting your quarterback back too mm-hmm. in Quinn Ewers. So it's like, and you have Arch Manning on the side. It. You've got Arch Manning yeah. on the side. It's like, why even, why even consider something like that when you've got, you basically, again, like you said, the raise is probably going to 
going to have to come. Yes. Um, but man, you've got it made there. Well, because and then Sark, Sark is the one with the ball in his court at that point because oh, yeah. he's going. Yeah, I'll go talk to Alabama. You're not going to give me a raise. I'll go talk to Alabama. Yeah, absolutely, I will. And he can do that until he's going to get the raise. So yeah, it was right. it's a good day to be Steve Sarkeesian because do I think he's going to leave for Alabama? No, no, I don't. I think their recruiting class speaks numbers to the job that they've done there. I think with the news of Quinn coming back was huge. Like this was all the perfect storm for him, and I think he's about to walk out with a lot more money in his pocket. I think so too. So that that in and of itself, but it does it does it is interesting to see where they go from there. Because mm-hmm. if they're top two candidates in what I would assume would be the Oregon coach and the Texas coach, then where do you go? Does that open up for someone else? Does that open up a job of, oh, we've always talked about Rhett Lashley being right there on the ledge. Mm-hmm. Do I think that Rhett Lashley is going to go be the coach at Alabama? No. Do I think someone could leave a prolific program that would go be the coach at Alabama and that Rhett Lashley could, could take, take over that, that job. Yes. 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 And so we went through all of those coaching changes in college football over the past, you know, month or so, two months is when it really started. I mean, early part of December is when we were, had the possibility of having like seven new coaches, you it's know, just a waterfall effect. <laughs> I mean, it just, and so it's like, when does that open up? Does that open up somehow in a domino ripple effect? Does that job specifically impact Jeff trailer leaving for a different job? You mm-hmm. know, like now that door's a little bit more open than when I would say we thought it was pretty much completely shut for, the rest of the remaining off season, right. you know, uh, unless right. something crazy, obviously something can happen. Scandal can happen, blah, 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 blah. But it's what seemed like a pretty calm waters now has like, okay, do I think someone's actually going to get poached from the state of Texas unless it's Sarkeesian? No. But do I think the ripple effect could have some? Oh yeah. Yes, absolutely. So that one's big. If you haven't been keeping up with what's happening at Texas Southern wild, absolutely wild go to texasfootball.com and go check out all the stuff that Corey hogue is reading mm-hmm. basically the gist of it without going too far into the weeds um is that this is a coaching job that has been open for about two and a half months now at this point that's, that's because so- they couldn't get all of their board members to agree on the original hire so they stopped and then now they have reconvened and they still can't make up their mind on this. I think the next domino to fall is that the candidates are going to get sick of it and be like, if you don't want me that bad, then I don't want to do this. Mm So it's a wild thing going down there at Texas Southern. I know that that sounds crazy, but go read Corey's stuff on it because it is a lot to keep up with, but it's very interesting. Very fascinating. I don't feel like you hear that kind of situation happen at all. You know, I mean, you see, well, nowadays, like you have to, you got to decide on somebody within a couple of days, Mm -hmm. you know, and you just got to snatch him up because like you said, the coaching carousel is so Big. Yep. Once one drops, the waterfall effect. It's like just the, keeps, and then the transfer portal in the transfer hasn't portal helped with any of no, that. Absolutely. All your team's going to leave. And it's gotten so crazy. And again, I'm not completely locked in like Corey is, so please go read his stuff. But it's gotten so crazy that some of the candidates that were open for this job have now not been signed to a re-extension at the jobs that they were currently at because right. those people at the current schools got news that they were trying to leave. So they just went ahead and promoted a, their defensive coordinator into taking the job. And it's like, what in the world? So it, right. it is far more into that realm. I'm not going to act like I'm a expert on that kind of stuff, especially at that level. Um, but 
wild stuff happening there down there at Texas Southern. If you're interested, like if you're interested in just reading like a crazy story, TexasFootball.com. Go check that out. Um, now to what I am a little bit more of an expert in. Let's talk some high school football coaching <laughs> changes. Um, so starting off with some of the big ones, um, McKinney is open. Um, Marcus Shaver stepping down after six seasons. He posted a 37 and 31 record. Um, so McKinney opened. That is a high going to be a highly <laughs> highly sought after job in the DFW. You have fantastic you have a fantastic school district you have fantastic facilities you have unbelievable talent that's Fan base there is huge i mean that's a that is a top tier job in the yes state of texas right now so that one's really big i would say that the other one in the dfw right now that definitely has some head turnings has got to be love joy mm-hmm. um obviously a smaller dfw school but if you like the one horse town that's the perfect perfect job for you mm-hmm. because you get to be up in the metroplex you have a plethora of talent that comes oh, yeah. through there you've got fantastic facilities all that kind of stuff but you're still the one horse town you're not like it's in McKinney where you've got four other schools mm-hmm. that you're playing against um so Chris Ross the head coach at um Lovejoy stepping back because he accepted the offensive coordinator position down at SFA under mm-hmm. Colby Carthel so he will huge pull for that program oh massive. I mean that's such a good get Chris Ross is a good coach guys yeah. like really good coach and talk about someone fit. who knows how to develop receivers um mm-hmm. may I interest you in our buddy Cannon Lindbergh who's going to be down at SFA yeah. incredibly excited to watch all of that but um Big time stuff where we have a lot of, uh, we have tourists in our office right now. Um, they're coming <laughs> and checking it all out. Our Let's sales bring guys in. bring in someone. I don't know who it is. But <laughs> yeah, would y'all like to join Women Talking Football? <laughs> WTF. W- Not to be yeah, confused literally. with WFT. Um, but anyway, that's a huge, I'm a very interested to see who Lovejoy ends up going after. I think it'll yeah. be a high high profile name. Um, but so that's a big one. Another really big one in a big classification. Let's go out west. San Angelo Central is open. Um, Kevin Crane has accepted a different role within San Angelo ISD after three seasons of leaving the Bobcats. And so Tebra and I talked about this a little bit earlier, but that they might not have been, they might not might not have done so well in the recent years that's a high profile job if you were from out there I mean that's the creme de la creme of kind of that big country west Texas but not full west Texas you know like central mid Texas right there that's that's it I mean that's a legacy program we uh we funny enough we played them in my junior year of high school in the first round of the playoffs we had to go out there uh we got our butts kicked (laughs) <laughs> but that's not the point. Uh, but the fan base out there was incredible. Yep. And they play in that dome, right? Mm-hmm. Like at this underground, like not it's dug, it's, but it's dug into the yeah. ground. And then it's like a bowl. Yeah, it's a bowl. Uh, yeah, not dome, bowl. Um, but it is the coolest thing ever. I mean, just like being a fan out there and yes. seeing the entire town get up and, and go out there for you. And like you said, yeah, it, it's it's definitely one of those perennial powerhouse programs in the past, that good old West Texas feel. Um, but that's a really cool, I mean, great facilities out there, mm-hmm. great fan base. You got, you always got a good plethora of talent out it's there. It's a too. storied it's program. It's a great job. Yeah. Yeah. So very interested to see that one. That one usually ends up pulling a pretty big high profile name as well. Yeah. So I know it's a little bit off the beaten path, but if you're from out in that area, I mean, that's, that's the cream of the crop right there. Mm-hmm. So interested to see heading all the way down South Edinburgh Vela is open. Uh, John Campbell is retiring congratulations to him 171 and 54 in his career record of 20 years um i believe he spent the past 13 or 
or so mm-hmm. at Edinburgh Vela, but really, really happy for him and his retirement. But that's a that's another really good job down there in mm-hmm. the RGV. If you're from that area, I wouldn't be surprised if you might see a homecoming with that one or someone, you know, moving over to get that job, but a program that definitely has um, big things on the horizon. Um, one of a, another good buddy of ours, DJ Mann, stepping down from Lubbock Coronado um, after his third year. He They went two and eight this past year, just didn't didn't end up working out the way that uh, that DJ Mann had hoped. It's it's sad for us to hear it. You know, we, we love DJ Mann. Mm-hmm. There's no hiding that. Um, and that was him and his, his alma mater, but I have zero doubt that he will definitely land somewhere really good because he's oh, yeah. a very no talented doubt. coach. I'm so interested to see if he stays in the high school ranks, if he thinks about going up to the college ranks, um, but a highly sought-after coach in um, in that way. Then um, Jack Alvarez, our buddy who was recently out east, congratulations to Coach Alvarez in his retirement. Mm-hmm. Um, he obviously had a coaching career, West Sabine, Kirbyville, Ennis, Coppers Cove, Quero, and Marshall. Um, he led... Quero to the um, state championship and then yeah most recently was at Marshall Um, they instantly promoted uh, Jason Hammett to take over Um, I believe he's the defensive coordinator out there Um, basically I don't think Tepper said he was like I don't think it's the same press release but it basically could have been because there Mm -hmm. was no searching for it they knew he was going but very happy for for our guy um, Jack Alvarez out there um, some more notes if you're from down in the hill country, uh, Marble Falls hiring Carrie Thurman or uh, Timmerman. My bad, I don't know where I got Thurman from. Timmerman, who was the Vandergrift assistant, um, he was hired on December 18th. He has head coaching experience, he was the head coach at Lake Worth for the Bullfrogs for a while. Um, but Brian Herman has stepped down after five seasons. Then Another one here, another big one. This is a high-profile one, but Graham open after Kenny Davidson has stepped down. The winningest coach in Graham history announced his retirement on December 19th. He posted a 130-46 and record and led Graham to the state semifinals five different times. He spent 2006 to 2010 in Graham as the Steers defensive coordinator. So that, uh, that was a big one. That's a big one. He has been incredibly successful at Graham. Has never really punched all the way through there, but I mean, five times right in the on state the semifinal, yeah. man, that yep. hurts. But uh-huh. an unbelievable career for Kenny Davidson. He's loved out there too. Everyone in Graham loves Kenny Davidson, and so that'll be um, it'll be interesting to see who wants to follow up the legend because that's a that's a tough position to be in. Yeah, and they always have a lot of talent out there too. I feel like uh, Corey Hoke keep. Gotta love the construction in our building. I know. I don't know what that is. But uh, Corey Hogue always keeps up with them pretty well because he's out there in the Wichita Falls area up there, I should say. Uh, But they always seem to have a lot of talent out there, too. I mean, Mm -hmm. that team is stacked this year, too. So uh, that's a good job. Um, And then how about this? Let's head all the way down to the 2A ranks. 2A Division I. Both state finalists now open. Um, State championship Winning head coach Carrie Therwanger from uh, Timpson has decided to retire. He had a record of 183 and 75. He led Love Lady, Lady, number five, Lady, <laughs> to the state semifinals three times. And then obviously finally hoisting that illustrious state title this year after him and uh, Terry Busty are going to ride off into the sunset together. And I brought it perfect. up on TFT. It's just perfect. But I love when a coach has been at this for so long and has spent 
spent so long as a teacher and a coach and all of that to go out on top. I love that. Oh yeah. Like I think oh, that's yeah. the perfect I think that's the perfect thing and I'm just really excited for Coach Thurwinger to to do that. Some right. people might be like, Well, why are you gonna go out like no, dude, he's been doing this for years. Like right. let the man go on a state championship. That right. rocks. I mean, why why not in like that? Unless you're, you know, Denny Faith, right? Yes. Where you get one and you're like, No, this team is this team's really good. You know, I'm yep. gonna come back and get another one, yeah. Um but yeah, I mean it's like why not end on a good note mm-hmm. like that? And then end with your guy, too, Terry oh, yeah. Bussey. Like, you know, just... Especially when you've reached retirement age. Oh, yeah. Just do it. You like, know? retire. Yeah. Go spend some time with your wife. You know? Yeah, exactly. Like, enjoy exactly. it. Exactly. Right. Um, yeah, so, incredibly it. happy for Coach Therwinger. And we really... We, we thank him here at Dave Campbell's for all the time and, and effort and energy he always showed us. Really, mm-hmm. I mean cut from good cloth human being um and then on the opposite side of that the state finalists the runner-ups the toller rattlers losing jeremy mullins he obviously has done unbelievable things out there Mm -hmm. and don't worry he hasn't retired he's going to help open um eagle mountain high which we're anticipating to be a 4a division two team out of the saginaw area Mm -hmm. so he's going to go start from scratch that school is opening this august obviously they'll have to play for two years before as like a outlawed schedule if you will mm-hmm. um until they can officially join the uil and get put in a district and all of that so those usually they try to open up on realignment years so this realignment will show kind of they're going to play some whoever they want to play and then the next realignment they'll be in an actual district as right. a part of the member of the uil blah blah, blah. this is like their training years but really excited for coach mullins obviously there's there's it's funny because there's people like Denny Faith who want to stay at the same program for all those years. There's people that like to take over like well executing things and stay there and keep adding to it. And then there's the coaches that he made it to the state championship. They didn't win. He's like, you know what? I want to go start over again. I want to build something up new from yeah. scratch. And there are just coaches out there that are builders. Their job is to leave a program better than they found it and to go start another one. Exactly. And it, it seems like Jeremy Mullins might be that kind of guy. Some guys like to have the success and continue the success. Some guys like to build and then stay at that one school. But Jeremy Mullins seeing the opportunity to hey, I took Toller here. Mm-hmm. I've, I've built this program. I'm leaving it in better hands. The next coach will get to come into a well-oiled machine, take over and go. I'm going to go hit the reset button and start a new program from right. scratch. So we'll be very interested in to see what he does um, at Eagle Mountain High. Again, that'll open in the Saginaw area, anticipating 482. Um, so there you go. Some coaching changes. Again, those brought to you by the North Texas Honda dealers. Those are on um, texasfootball.com slash coaching changes. Mm-hmm. So go see that. Watch Step's Twitter. It's Step Bomb Season. Um, but I'm sure plenty more of those to come. But there are some oh, initial yeah. big ones to keep an eye on as those teams likely, I would assume, definitely try to get some of that hiring done before realignment. The other thing is coaching changes mm-hmm. do tend to get pushed back some in realignment years because a lot of people want to let the des- dust settle on realignment. before taking another job so it's a lighter january that leads to a much more chaotic february February. in realignment year so keep an eye on that yeah dude you're about to uh you're about to go (laughs) yeah you you get back to the dfw area (laughs) for a good uh day and a half and then you're about to go gallivant somewhere i am without me i am gallivanting to el paso um leaving for el paso tomorrow so very excited miss 915 gets to live up to her name um but yeah quite excited uh so very jealous if you're if you're in the 915 and you want to say hi let me know but we (laughs) i'll be out there until monday
without me dude i'm sorry but i'm so, so excited sad. to stuff my face with ellen jay's i'm like i know so, I'm so jealous excited found out uh that you can bring food on the plane didn't know that now yeah. i know so you can totally bring me back ellen jay's Oh yeah, if there you, you want. Go. If you yeah. want. <laughs> yeah. Um yeah, truth be told, and people might think this is weird, but Mallory and I before we left yesterday, we ate a massive Chinese food meal oh, and so like good. we would have thrown away half of it and I like couldn't bring myself to do that. I was like, and I'll probably be hungry at the airport later cuz we were getting there pretty early. I was like, why don't we just put it in our bags and like take it with us to eat before we get on the flight? Mm -hmm. And she's like, "Can you do that?" I was like, "Yeah, it's it's chicken and rice it's not liquid like we can yeah. take it in and so yeah we put our chinese to go in our backpacks and went through tsa with it and i and we ate it at the airport <laughs> i felt funny doing that um because i just i've never done that before yeah. and i was opening my backpack to get out my some, my headphones or my id or something and i just smelled it and i was like oh yeah i've got a whole meal in here <laughs> <laughs> oh i have my sesame chicken and spring rolls yeah in here. i know but it was a great idea didn't know you could do that yeah Learn any food's fine day. as long as it's not liquid or gel like i don't think you can yeah. take jello unless it's like 3.4 ounces you can take liquids that are 3.4 ounces um mm. if i guess if you had 3.4 ounces of soup you could fly with it but you can take food food is allowed we couldn't we couldn't take our egg drop soup but we could take our sesame chicken it's okay i demolished that egg drop soup <laughs> i love good. egg drop soup really like good. no no lie. <laughs> it was pretty good um all right well thanks for tuning in we will be back next thursday like i said it's about to be realignment season so we're incredibly excited for that we hope you'll stick with us all the realignment news and notes on texasfootball.com and then a reminder hill country coaching clinic if you're a coach or a coach's wife make your husband take you to fredericksburg come party with mallory and i um let's drink some wine and have some fun but we will see you down there in fredericksburg february 9th and 10th until then we'll see you next thursday on wtf women talking football